What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Aussie Lag Games Cast, the greatest gaming podcast on the internet. For now, I've been thrown off because it's not Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. <laughs> I'm so thrown off. Friday, right the now. 23rd of September, 2022. Grand it's final weird, right? Because <laughs> the sun's out. <laughs> That's what's thrown me off. I had to close the blind just so it felt like podcast yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more accurate. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's 97. We're, we're almost at 100 and, and the sun's out. It's mental. Uh, you know, I know a lot of you probably think, wow, Carl's awake while the sun's out. I know. It's mental. I don't like it. I'll be going to bed soon. But we thought we'd do a podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, now, we missed last week and that's my fault and I apologize. But we had some directs and some states of plays happening the other week and I really want to talk about them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really keen to talk about it. So, Jack, you watched one of these. You watched the direct, yeah? Ah, uh, yes, the Nintendo direct. I watched. Uh, awesome. Skipped over the Sony one, Smart and I watched move. most of the Nvidia one. Nice. Yeah. He's not real. He's a figment of our imagination. He was not real that whole time. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, I, I'm just straight out of the gate. I'm, I'm gonna ask you. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably not Nintendo's, like, ideal customer, you know what I mean? So, uh, it wasn't targeted to me, but yeah, I thought it was a good show. Strong show. There's there's been worse, you know? There has been. As Nintendo's target customer, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, it's a good fucking direct, and we're gonna get into (laughs) it right now. Um, we're gonna save the big things for last. What we'll do is we'll... I'm looking at a list on Press Start. We're gonna start from the bottom and work our way up. So... The fact that this is at the bottom is mental. We got a Tales of Symphonia remaster announced. That's crazy. Oddballers is coming to Switch next year. I was just going to say, Tales of Symphonia is a really good Tales game. We got Tales of Vesperia remastered like either last year or the year before, and that was fucking amazing. So the fact they're doing Symphonia as well, it's going to be super hype for like a Zistria or a Bazaria getting done. That'd be dope. Um, Sifu is coming to Nintendo Switch, which is... Mental. I didn't actually think that would come to Switch, so that's really cool. Uh, the Resident Evil Village and other Resident Evil remakes are coming to the Switch. Um, they're all going to be cloud version, and I'm sorry, everybody. But Is yeah, the cloud three, stuff two, available in Evil. Australia? I, I, you know what? I'm not going to say. I, I'm just going to say I don't know. I don't think it is. Or it's for select games, because I know originally... See, they list Resident Evil 7 Biohazard in the here, right? That it's, oh, it's all coming to Switch on October. I don't know if that means it's going everywhere, because I'm pretty sure Resident Evil 7 is already a cloud game for the Switch in Japan. This yes. might be a trailer confirming it's coming everywhere. Okay. Because I know Japan get a different direct to us. They always get a different direct. Really? Yeah, yeah, like in their, in their direct... Um, I like to watch the Japan one, it's good. It's where I get to see games that I'm never going to get to play. Um... In the Japan one, like they had more Sonic Frontiers gameplay, like gameplay that we hadn't gotten. So That's I watched that. I'm like, oh, that was cool. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Um, now this game made me so excited because I thought it was Danganronpa, but it's not. It's the next game from the Danganronpa team, um, and it looks like Danganronpa Cross Persona, and it's called Master Detective Archive Rain Code. So they. They love giving them really long names. But yeah, Danganronpa, great game series. Cannot wait for this new game. Very excited. Uh, then we got another Bayonetta trailer. 
and they said they were showing gameplay after the show. You could go over to YouTube and watch an eight-minute gameplay trailer. I did. Um, yeah, it looks a lot. It looks a lot of the same, but there's also a lot of new stuff in there that got me super excited. Cannot wait for Bayonetta to drop. I think it's dropping on the twenty-eighth of October, so that's it's coming up, and I'm very excited. Uh, we got another look at Harvestelia, which is dropping in November. Um, not gonna lie, this Nintendo Direct had a like basically if you like Animal Crossing or Stardew yeah. Valley or just farming in general, you you lot of good stuff coming your way. Harvestelia, that's one of them. Farming um, without tractors, if I might add. Yeah, farming without tractors. Well, Harvestelia is so it's so odd, right? Because Harvestelia is basically like Stardew Valley with a final fantasy rpg in it as well like it's got the battle system and all that sort of stuff like when nighttime comes you've got to protect your crops and and your village from like final fantasy type monsters and you got big swords and shit and i'm like final fantasy did not need farming but i'm down <laughs> to try this like i'll give it a go um okay this is really really cool uh okay i i if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm sorry. This is how I've always pronounced it. You can come at me. But we got the uh, announcement that Atelier Riser 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key Treasure, I think it's called. Uh, it's real and it's coming. And, and the Atelier games are so good. And, name and I'm glad. Mate, mate. Uh, I hope so. The last one. What was the last one called? The last one was called like... Uh, it was like Atelier Riser 2, Secrets of the Kingdom of something something. And it was really long as well. Yeah, the Atelier games are really cool. I'm glad Riser's getting a third one. And her thighs have got even bigger. If you're an Atelier fan, you know what I mean. Jack, I'll explain to you later. <laughs> Roger that. <clears throat> um, Rune Factory 3 is coming to Switch, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they also announced they're working on a new Rune Factory game. So that's even more exciting. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, um, cool. I, I love when they like bring these ones for, uh, like bring the older ones up, but it's always refreshing when they're like, uh, don't worry, we're not just doing this. They've got something to play. We're also working on a new one. That's always really good. Yeah, I like that. You got to say that sometimes. 100%. This, though, holy shit. So, uh, th uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, as the Final Fantasy uh, Rhythm game mental um so this this game this rhythm game has 385 songs from the from all the final fantasy games and a whole bunch of other square games it has two player local and four player online and it's coming in february of next year it was really really cool uh, another farming game fey farm <laughs> i have nothing else to say it looks like me's inside of a farming simulator um Ladies and gentlemen, mate, I am so excited. I am so excited. If you have watched my reacts to the Nintendo Direct, you know how excited I got and just unbelievably, and how unbelievably gobsmacked I was when they fucking announced an Octopath Traveler 2. I could not believe it. And not only that, but it's the original Octopath came to Switch. This one's coming to Xbox and PS5 as well. Oh, really? So they're, 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 they're taking off the Switch. Do you know what Octopath Traveler is? Uh, I think so, to a degree. So Octopath, for people who don't know, is a game that has eight campaigns, That's eight right. different playable characters, and in 
to fully understand the story, you need to play through it eight times. But all these eight characters eventually all cross paths with one another and all get to a focal point at the end where they're all all sort of together. There's no way I could keep track of that. It's 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 a journey. It's a fucking journey, <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking like man. Octopath Traveler was that game. Like it, like I was in love with the art style, and I'm like, I've never said anything like this. And I started playing it, and the more I played it, the more I'm like, wow, there's like a real deep RPG in here. And I I'm not ashamed to say it. Octopath was like one of my favorite gaming experiences ever. And then when they they announced Triangle Strategy was uh the next game that the guys did it was three different campaigns with three different characters i'm like oh man like the eight eight characters they're never gonna do that again like obviously that was like way too much it was way too hard the, the three characters makes sense gta did it you know <laughs> like, yeah. everyone loves three three protagonists i'm cool with triangle strategy and you know maybe they'll do one like based on a square or something that'd be funny I think, yeah, no, the fact that they were getting Octopath Traveler 2, holy shit. I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's mental. Please be in the same universe. Please incorporate characters from the first game. Like, Jesus Christ. Imagine we got, like, 16 characters, the eight from the first game, eight from this game, all all interacting with each other. Very exciting. Um, you had to play it eight times. I didn't realize it was eight separate people. That's kind of cool. Yeah, eight separate playable characters. Yeah, and they all, you know, they all like intertwine and interject with each other in this world. Like every every character's path will eventually make you cross with the others, which was super cool. So it was really cool when you'd like play through one campaign, and you'd meet like the dancer is one of the characters, and you meet the dancer in your game. And you're like, oh, that's mental. Like, like, um, oh, that was a really cool story. And then you're like playing the dancer's path, and then you suddenly realize how she got to where you were and you're like oh wow like that's mental like the the more you play the more you understand about the story and about how they really all do interject with each other which is really cool oh the first Splatfest has been announced for splatoon 3 ladies and gentlemen the theme is what would you bring to a deserted island the options were gear grub or fun mate what would you pick uh grub that's fair cool yeah, what would you bring? I would bring gear. I would bring gear. I would bring gear with me. That's probably a better choice. Uh, f- fun, I feel like, on a desert island. Like, that's not the goal at that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, anybody that picked fun knows that this Splatfest is not for them. <laughs> like, I'm, gonna just, I'm just here to play Splatoon. Oh, it's funny. Um, more us? farming. The story of seasons, the Forgotten Valley. <laughs> more farming, yay um front front mission remakes are shaping up they're coming very very soon um we're getting uh the first game in november of this year and the second one launches next year and then i'm pretty sure they also announced that the third one is also getting remade now so that'll come even even further along uh front mission great mech game love it tunic oh my god tunic is like legend of zelda with a fox and it looks so cool um it's it's already out on major platforms but it's not out on switch but it's coming to the switch on the 27th of this month um so that's really good and then this is this blew my fucking mind so so you know that switch fit the switch fitness game and then they did a second (laughs) one called switch fitness yeah i think so yeah where you like punch and everything well they're they're releasing another one but this one has incorporated the critically acclaimed fan favorite classic 80s sexy ass anime fist of the north star and it makes 
no fucking sense. Like, like we haven't got Fist of the North Star merch in so long. There's like no new statues. There's like no new manga. There's no new video games. Like the last one we got was on PS4. It's like a PS4 classic now. And it's sold so bad. And it doesn't make this, like Fist of the North Star is a cult classic. And it's getting a fucking fitness game. It's getting like a Wii <laughs> Fit game. And I just, I don't understand that by God, I'm I'm bloody getting it. I'm bloody getting it. Is it one I of those things wait. where it's like just happy to see like the franchise still alive? Maybe on life support, but still alive. Like it's just, like, you know, it's still... Well, it's like, the thing is, it's like, Fist of the North Star, like, had its day. Like, it had its anime, the anime finished, the manga finished. It's like, it was like a big thing back in the 80s. Did it finish, like, is in cancelled or finishes in, like... Like, it finished. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, it got to the end. And... I I shouldn't assume this. I usually assume something ends because it got bad, not because it finished. Well, that's the problem. In this day and age, a lot of that shit does happen. Like, the good stuff gets cancelled. Which is the weird thing, right? We see good shit get cancelled and other shows that start out okay just wither away. Like, yeah. like that's the sad realization. Like, Daredevil got cancelled. You know what I mean? But, we, you know, we've still got shit shows like fucking, like, The Big Bang Theory ran forever. And that was mediocre to begin with. Like, that was just fine. I, I thought I was the only person that didn't like that show. Oh, no. Big Bang, Big Bang Theory was like, you know what? Maybe Big Bang Theory is funny to pick. Because when I watch Big Bang Theory... I see all the inaccuracies. Right? I am a nerd, so I know when shit's not right. And when these guys are talking, I'm like, I'm not like that. It's like how many fucking TV shows exist where they play Halo 5 split screen. Like, there are Uh, dozens of CBS productions and things like that. And it's just, yeah, like Big Big Theory just felt like that all the time. Like, watching them play World of Warcraft on a, like, a World of Warcraft clone on laptops. I'm like, nah, nah. No, no one's sitting on your lap. On I mean, you might be able to go for half an hour, yeah. but you're going to burn your fucking legs together. Legit. Like, the <laughs> amount of buttons you need to press at the same time. That's not happening. That's not happening. You need, not on the couch. Not like that. Nah, big bang. Not it. It's not it, Chief. But yeah, fifth store stuff. Very cool. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is getting more DLC with Expansion Pass Wave 2. Very exciting. Xenoblade's amazing. Uh, Fatal Frame, uh, the fourth game, is getting a remaster. Very exciting. It Takes Two is coming to Switch. That's um, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Very, very keen. Um, Nintendo Switch Sports is uh, getting an update. Um, they're adding golf. Fuck yeah, they are. Yeah, it looked good, eh? You keen to play some golf with your mate, Jack? I'm keen. I'm keen. You I ready? literally, after seeing that, I was like, I could go back and play some Mario Golf. I'd be keen for Mario. Am golf. I invited? Hey, of course, of course you are, mate. <laughs> um, the third wave of Mario Kart 8 DLC was revealed. Uh, we got a couple like classic tracks, like a DS track and an old Wii track, as well as the Christmas track from the phone game. Uh, Kirby is getting another game. <laughs> So what Kirby got? Kirby got forgotten, forgotten land or forgotten kingdom this year. Then he got his download only game. Now he's getting the Kirby's Return to Dreamland remaster uh, of the Wii game. It's called the this is called Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. It's coming out in February. Everything's fucking launching next year. That's mental. Um, Pikmin got announced. Pikmin Four. Oh, very exciting. Uh, Mr. Miyamoto up on stage. It's like, damn boy, I got more Pikmin coming. Also, there's a Pikmin phone game. It's got a really cute concept. Damn boy. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Um, 
we got a list of Nintendo 64 games coming to the Switch Online, including Mario Party, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Excitebyte 64, 1080 Snowboarding, Pilot Wing 64, and three games that got me so excited my nipples were so erect. Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon fucking Stadium 2. And then if, if as if my nipples weren't erect enough, then downstairs got involved because GoldenEye 007 is coming to the Switch with online play. And then if I wasn't hard enough, it's also coming to Xbox Game Pass with 4K graphics. Although it doesn't really matter about the 4K thing. But I'm going to be able to play it on Xbox as well because I have Games Pass. Ah, no online play though. But there's that rumor of a GoldenEye remake, which is probably where they're going <coughs> to... Online play. I can't say hard forever, so had to had to, had to drop the no the online. Um, I think those rumors of a remake like will be absolutely true. Like I, I think the remake will come to the, the Switch and and the Xbox. I I think this kind of confirms it to be honest. The fact that they're just dropping the old version and that it's also coming to Xbox, it's like oh yeah, this remake's real. You yeah. want people to be able to play the original first or have something to compare it to. And Nintendo's clearly figured out an easy solution to add multiplayer to these old games. So they probably just applied it to this. Like it's probably like half automated. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to play some, some classic GoldenEye multiplayer though. Oh, I, don't, I don't remember keen. ever touching it. So, um, Mate, you maybe we're going to play Slappers. We're going to virtually no, slap. It's going to be great. No, we're not going to play Slappers. <laughs> we're going to play virtual Slappers, man. It's going to be great. Now, if you thought GoldenEye got me that hard, mate, I'm not soft yet. I'm not soft yet oh. because we got we got two other things to talk about. We got a brand new fucking Fire Emblem game out of nowhere. No, nothing leaked, no rumors, no nothing. Just brand new Fire Emblem game, a brand new mainline Fire Emblem game. Oh. It's not long oh. ago since we had one either, is it? No, like we literally just had the uh, Muso style game launch, uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes, and then before that, I think a year ago or it was at the start of last year. Or maybe it was even the year before that. We had Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now we've got Fire Emblem Engage. <gasps> looks amazing. It looks like um, it, it it it's like. Actually, you won't understand that. Hang on. Actually, people will. You know when people who aren't Jack, because Jack won't understand this one, and if he does, I'm gonna be so proud of him. But you know when like. Power Rangers had a, had an anniversary season and then the, the newest team of Power Rangers could transform into all the old teams from Power Rangers and you were like, holy fuck, I grew up with that team or, oh shit, that team. That's what this game is. Yeah, I know it is. It's like, this sort of feels like an anniversary game where like your main character has a ring and when you engage the power of that ring, you can call upon heroes from previous games to fight beside you. So the example we get in the trailer is this new main character uses his ring to call upon the powers of Marth, who is the original um, MC of the Fire Emblem games. And That's he comes awesome. forward and you guys like fight next to each other. But from what it looks like, you're not the only one with one of these rings. Like there is a female character with one of these rings and the looks like the main bad guy has one of these rings. So I can only assume he has the ability to call upon like the main bosses from the old games which will be even fucking cooler um that like that, that to me is awesome so yeah like just just the thought like like how far does this go like am i limited by how many summons i can have on the field at one time am i going to get a super sick scene in the last like last hours of this game where my ring summons every single fucking mc from fire emblem history to the field and we all fight together in a mad fire emblem battle like oh 
I need this in my life. I'm so ready for this. I'm so excited. So fucking excited. Oh, Fire Emblem. Jack, we've got to play some Fire Emblem. I think you'd like it. It's like a strategic game as well. Like, it's it's less about flashy stuff and more about how you position your units, like what unit is stronger against a different unit. And then there's also the social element where, like, if you spend more time with units or have conversations with them outside of battle, like, your relationship with them gets stronger. So let's say, for example, you're in a fight with somebody and you look like you're about to die. If your relationship is strong with one of your heroes, that hero can come in and, like, deflect the attack for you and give you another turn. Like, they'll come in and help you. They'll block for you. They'll attack for you. They'll just do it of their own accord. Like, you don't have to tell them to do it if your That's relationship right. is strong enough. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. I love Fire Emblem. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, this cool. one... <gasps> This one got everybody ready. Really, like, this must have got you excited. Because, by God, mate, did a tear come to my eye when we finally got the reveal of the new name of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2? Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, I know there was a lot of contention about this. Any idiot out there that thought this game was called Tears of the Kingdom, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I can't believe Nintendo had to clarify that. You are so stupid. <laughs> I'm so sorry, stupid person. And I'm sorry I'm calling you out, but you are stupid. Um, and we got a fucking release date of May 12th. What? Yeah, surprised to see the release date. Mental. For, for a game that we've seen nothing of. All the way down to, hey, we're delaying it. We don't know when we're going to be able to show it again. To suddenly being like, okay, here's the name. Um, here's some in-inch footage. Um, there's no gameplay here. Um, here's the release date. Um, okay, guys, see you in January. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just so subtle. Dude, Nintendo, the balls on these guys, man. I, Tears uh, of the Kingdom. I saw amazing. that, Tears of the Kingdom, and it immediately became clear as to why the Nintendo UK account was not live streaming this direct to YouTube. It's like, ah, yep, that, that, might, that might be a bit on the nose. You know, Great name, though. I feel like I feel like they didn't even think of that. Because I feel like the last thing they wanted was BBC News to suddenly stop the Queen's funeral in order to be like, Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, the Breath of the Wild 2 is now called Tears of the Kingdom. Wipe your <laughs> eyes for one monarch, because we've got another one bashing on through. <laughs> releasing next year may 12th that's right it's lasting longer than the queen we have <laughs> the new <laughs> legend of zelda dude i oh man i so might have given the news something else to talk about because they were struggling but anyway let's let's move on from dude, that they, yeah man they i'm keen so keen mm. that's a good direct very very keen great direct this is like up there directs was it the best direct no i don't think so i think there's a couple that beat it but for a direct that we that we were like was rumored because this is normally when we get a direct. But let's be honest, for a direct that came out of nowhere, really, really good. Yeah, no, really no, I'm not going to sit here and complain. That's for sure. I'm a, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. A nine out of ten. Was that's like, a good direct without the Zelda announcement though? Where would have it landed? Nine out of ten because that Fire Emblem announcement got me hard from okay. the get go. Yeah, I was yeah. so on board for that one. And then when they sh then when they dropped Golden Eye and Pikmin. I'm like, what's going on? Like, this is mental. Like, there was so many things in there that, like, if that had been the one more thing, 
I would have been like, whoa. Like, if Fire Emblem had been the one more thing, whoa, what a great direct. If Goldeneye had been the one more thing, whoa, that's mental. If Pikmin 4 in development had been the one more thing, that's crazy. Like... There's so there were so many things in here that were like like Octopath Traveler two. If that had been there one more thing, I would have been like, whoa, that's some fire they just came out with. But they literally it felt like a direct full of. By the way, here's one more thing. You thought we were done? Here's one more thing. Farming game, farming game, farming game. By the way, here's one more thing. One more thing. Farm game, farm game. Kirby. One more thing. It's it was so good paced so well great announcements nintendo probably went in there thinking ah oh, people are going to be upset Fuck me it was good it was so good it was so good i wish this had been during like summer games fest week because it would have made jeff look even worse it was so good so good Fucking hell. <laughs> poor jeff now mate do we want to talk about something that happened <clears throat> five hours later uh, yes, yeah, let's, let's play. Bloody stay to play, mate. All right, all right. Let's power through this because there's some... I don't even remember what Okay, announcements yeah. in here. Yeah. Well, let's start Rise with what I think is the <clears throat> most boring thing that they spoke about. Ladies and gentlemen, PlayStation Stars, um, their, their fucking whatever program they want to call it, they're free to join... I'm not going to call it loyalty program because like, I don't think you like have to buy anything to be a part of it, but it's like a, a program that allows you to like unlock digital collectibles so like you can get like a digital ps3 and stuff it's launching in asia in late september and then eventually it's going to launch everywhere else i don't understand why this exists it doesn't make sense to me um i don't see i don't see what they gain from it there must be something otherwise it wouldn't exist we gain absolutely nothing it's literally just another form of dick measuring for video game enthusiasts as far as i can tell um well, they, they arbitrarily, that's not how you say that word, but they sort of say, like, you can convert some points into, like, items or PS wallet money, but it's probably going to be, like, 100 hours of effort for $10. Like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, they, if it was so good, they would have probably gone into more detail, but... Um, 100%. I just, yeah, this felt like the weirdest thing. Um, They're calling yeah, it let's a go... program, just FYI. Oh, they are? I don't disagree with what you said. I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah. saying. It's weird that they are. Like, <laughs> what do you want from me? Um, all right, let's go through this. Now, before we get into this, right, I I don't think anything from this Direct is terrible. But I don't like the Direct. I don't like this state of play. We'll get to why. Um, Cinduality, brand new action-adventure game. It's an RPG from Bandai Namco. Love Bandai. Can't wait. Looks like a mech game. Dope. Um... We got to look at Project Eve, which is now called Stellar Blade. This 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 game had super tight visuals, super tight combat, and fucking extremely tight pants. If you know, you know. Um, we got to look at a brand new game from the Neo team. Now this got me genuinely excited. It's called Rise of the Ronin. Um. It's done. It's from Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja. It's an action game that takes place in feudal Japan. It's exclusive to PS5, but it's not coming out until like 2024. But looking at it, it's like it's probably like a 2025 game because I feel like they'll change some shit. Um, but yeah, it gave me Ghost of Tsushima vibes, which is like dope. Looks great. We're gonna look at a game called Pacific Drive. That didn't really tickle my pickle, but it, like I'm sure it's gonna get some indie game people really excited. Um, we gotta look at uh, we gotta look at a game that says it has no microtransactions. Just 
pouring itself out to PlayStation. Um, so Hogwarts Legacy has got a PlayStation exclusive quest where you go into a spooky shop. Now, they say... This was not the week to have PlayStation exclusive content that you show. <laughs> no. And it looks like such useless content too. It always useless. is though, right? I wish it wasn't. Like, Ubisoft are really good for having useless fucking content for you to do. Like, Hogwarts Legacy, right? It shouldn't be that game where, oh, I'm going to get it on PlayStation so I can play an exclusive quest. It's Harry Potter. Harry Potter is important to a lot of people. Like, when Assassin's Creed does it, Assassin's Creed is only important to Assassin's Creed people. And if you get a pre-order exclusive mission, people are going to pre-order it because Assassin's Creed fans are going to pre-order. But when it's Harry Potter that is coming out on everything, right and you've just spent a whole week bitching about how call of duty's not your baby anymore and somebody else is now its daddy you can't fucking then turn around and go hey guys by the way playstation exclusive quest on hogwarts still coming everywhere but we got some exclusive stuff it's like you can only go to the strip club so many times and toss ones before they're like all right you gotta leave yeah you're not you're not wrong you're not wrong Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> uh, we got to look at some PlayStation. Oh, oh, sorry. I was going to say, PlayStation also released a trailer, I'm pretty sure, like uh, sometime after it, detailing all the PlayStation exclusive content across multiple games at the moment, like Hogwarts, Call of Duty, whatever else there is. Um, it's, it's getting, yeah. yeah, like it's not a good look. No, it's not. I mean, it'd be fine if they weren't bitching all week, but yeah, not a good look. Uh, we got to look at some VR2 games. We've got to look at Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge, which is really cool because if you can't get to Disneyland, now you have an opportunity to see Galaxy's Edge in virtual form. we got to look at Demo. Now, Demo, okay, people are going to be like, really, Carl, this is what got you really excited. Demo looks amazing, right? It's a tabletop game experience in VR. So I was like playing Dungeons and Dragons in VR. This is the time for something like Warhammer to release a game like this in VR. That would be amazing. And I'm talking, go the extra mile. Like there's another game coming out that I've already forgotten the name of and I feel terrible about it where you can paint models inside of the game. Imagine you could do that in a Warhammer game in VR and then play on a massive table with all your other friends wearing their VR headsets. Like this is the opportunity for something like Warhammer to do that. Pardon me, Demo got me very excited. Or Demo. I think it's DBO. I don't know. Weird name. Then, ladies and gentlemen, we're all right. Literally, we're already almost done. We've got big announcements left, right? So, we got. So, these games have never come out of Japan before, but they're finally coming stateside, Aussie side. It's a spin off game from the Yakuza games set in Edo era Japan called Like a Dragon's Ishin. So it's basically a Yakuza game set in feudal Japan. And they're dope. Like, like, I've been waiting for these games, man. I have actually sat down and watched one of, I think there's like three or four of them. And I've sat down and I think it was the second one where I watched a playthrough of it. And it's so cool. So fucking cool. And I think it's one of the only Yakuza spinoffs we haven't gotten because we got... We got the the zombie one, and there was another one that I'm pretty sure we got, but we never got the Ishin games. And now we're getting them, and I'm very excited about that. Everyone get hyped. Um, I love that. Song. And then we, we we got the announcement of what the new Tekken project is. It's Tekken 8. 
anybody who thought it was Tekken something else, you're a fool. Uh, Tekken 8, we, we've got it. It's announced. Um, we're finally going to get it. I don't know. Oh, man, I don't know. Are we going to get a conclusion to the Tekken story? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? No, the Tekken story has been going a long time. Um, we are very excited. Are you, are you up on Tekken lore? Nah, not at all. Mate, I cannot wait for everybody to ask me what the lore is for Tekken. I'm just going to sit here for an hour and 45 minutes and just tell everybody it's going to be great. I yeah, mean, Tekken if anyone wants an excited. episode that's just the Tekken lore, let us know. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know I will. Um, then we got to look at a controller. I like the controller. It's blue. Uh, it's got a wolf and a bear on it. The wolf is little little Atreus and the bear is Kratos. I was going to say, this cool. is just the God of War controller, right? Yep, yep. It's very cool. I can't explain how angry I was when I seen it and then the, the, the happiness I felt when I realized it was just a controller and not a console. I, for the first second, was like, they... Are they can't get consoles to people and they're going to do a special edition console these fucking idiots thank fuck it's just a controller I can get behind that, I can buy that, I can be happy with that that's something that's, yep, cool awesome what's the bet there's a Ragnarok design console that they have that they didn't do because they knew they'd get fucking crucified for it oh, they, they'd have the AutoCAD files or whatever, you know what I mean like they'd have the design sitting there but I, I think it's, yeah no, you can't you can't do that like not yet. It was it was bad enough when Xbox did it with Halo. Like I think a lot of people thought that was the wrong call, and I think it remains the wrong call for the moment. Yeah, fair. Then we got a story trailer for God of War Ragnarok, and I'm done. I'm over it now. We've done it. You've did it, guys. Congratulations. I can't get any more fucking hype for this game. Do not show me anything else. If I even smell another fucking trailer, I'm gonna come for you. It's over. I'm ready. Don't show me any more. This trailer was hype as hell, and I cannot fucking wait. A one scene from this trailer that's stuck in my mind and I can't get rid of, and it's the one thing that got me hype more than more than anything, was the little bit we got at the end of the fight between Kratos and Thor. Holy shit. Did it? I can't wait. I can't wait. Dude, the, they like when Kratos like ices up the axe and he throws it and Thor throws Mjolnir and they hit each other and they're just fucking pushing against each other and like the power and everything like that. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And then when Kratos pulls back the axe, I don't know if people notice this, but like, I, I, I think I'm going to like Thor. He seems to have a sort of bit of flair about him. When Thor calls the axe back and when call, Thor calls the hammer back, he clicks his fingers. Oh, he clicks his fingers, and to me, that signifies somebody who's really up their own ass. He's big and he's fat, which means he's been laying around and he's been indulging in food and wine and women. And his hammer, which is, let's be honest, if if it's if it's anything like we've been seeing lately with Mjolnir, it might be sentient. But with his hammer, he doesn't just call back his hammer; he flicks his fingers like he's at a restaurant calling a waiter. This guy is up his own ass, and I cannot fucking wait for Kratos to pull his spine out his butthole. I am so excited. So excited, dude. Yeah, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. <laughs> that, that game's ending with this one, right? Like, it's just the two... Yep. Yeah. Going out on its own terms. I like it. I like Hell it. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the way they described it. It was like they didn't think it was fair like to make people late. Like three games used to take five years. Now one game is taking five years to make, so they don't think it's fair that fans have to wait so long. So we got the first one, we get the second one, and then hopefully, I don't know, let's send Kratos to Feudal Japan or something. I we mean, all want not, it. There's not many trilogies that are like perfect all the way through, so let's see how this goes. This might be the way to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this would be really good. Although, I will say this. The the original God of War trilogy. Pretty close. That's really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did they not announce the DualSense Pro at this state of play? Or was that, like, before? I think that was before. Okay. They may have. I don't remember seeing it. I just want to see the DualSense Pro, whatever it's called, in someone's hands. Because I don't understand how the back of the controller works. I really just yeah. want to see it in someone's hand so I can be like, oh, yeah, that's how you hold it. Like, that's how buttons move. Um, but cool. No, that's all right. Uh, we've probably already talked about that then, but uh, anything to improve on the dual sense will be welcomed. Hmm. Well, mate, what did you think of that show? Ah, yeah, not really. Like, just not for me. You know what I mean? No, not necessarily bad. What? Just not for me. What assault. You know what? I was going to give it a six, but this isn't the worst one they've done. So I'll give shots. it like a, I'll give it a seven. They just want to show God of War again. You know what I mean? <laughs> legit, that's the only reason this exists, right? Tekken Eight, right? Was so like, oh, dude, that's mental, right? The reason Street Fighter worked at State of Play was because we didn't know it was coming. We already knew Tekken Eight existed because they teased it at Evo, which is a PlayStation event. Like they teased it at their own event now. Play Sony owns Evo, so it's like. Why would you tease that? Just keep it for your state of play. You know you need they don't something own Tekken good. Though, like, right? That would have been hype. Pardon? They don't own Tekken though, right? They do not own Tekken. No. Yeah, but they own Evo. Okay, interesting. They own Evo. Okay. Um, that was it. The controller, fine. Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. That's something that's already come out. Demo, really cool. Ishin Like a Dragon, super dope. Um, the Harry Potter thing annoyed me. Pacific Drive, I don't know. Uh, PlayStation Stars just annoyed me that it was in there again. Uh, Sinduality, I want to see more. Stellar Blade, I want to see more. Rise of the Ronin looks amazing, but that's so far away. Like, I, like I'm like i not going to yeah, give them points for having a teaser trailer for something so far away. Because it could, it could drastically change in the two years. Like, it could be something completely different than what we've seen today. New um, IPs have it rough, though, because that, that's a new IP, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have it rough because, like, if it was a teaser for, like, Uncharted 5 or something, like, I feel like that would get some points. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I am... They did an amazing job. They got me super hyped for it. The second I seen Team Ninja, who did Neo, which is an amazing game, I'm like, yep, cool, I'm in. I'm in. I'm bloody in. And then Stellar Blade, I don't know, man. Stellar Blade looks gorgeous, but it looks like it's using a whole bunch of fucking Unreal 5 assets. And they're just putting them into the game. I, I need to see more. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's not necessarily showing. a bad thing, but yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. I just, I just need yeah. to see more before I get hyped. There were some hype announcements in there. Um, yeah, stuff I didn't see coming, like like a Dragon Ishin, um, which is very exciting. But yeah. Huh. Solid 7 out of 10. Ah, we'll take it, you know. We'll take it. Yeah. Mate, well, I'm done. I'm done. I have nothing else to talk about. Is there anything you would like to talk about, mate? Just briefly touched on in the video conference, I think. Uh, we've got some yep. new graphics cards announcements. They announced the 4090 and the 4080 and the 4070, except they're now calling that the 4080 12 gigabyte model, which is a bit crazy. Um, they announced a whole lot of stuff. AI, robotics, 
you know, engineering, all that sort of stuff. Uh, clearly not for us. Um, but they did put the gaming stuff at the start, which is kind of them. Uh, Jensen was definitely artificially rendered for some of that conference. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people online feel the same. Kyle and I were just sitting here going, this guy can't be real. Like, the voice is off, the pixels around him aren't quite correct. Um, like, clearly green screened, but uh, we think there's a bit more going on there. And it turns out that at last year's conference, there was about eight seconds of, of artificially intelligent, uh, AI-generated Jensen. It was a little bit more obvious last year, but I reckon they've come a long way. And uh, he was not in that room. <laughs> but uh, the cards. The cards. Very intensive trying to figure out if he was a real man or not. We weren't doing much else during the conference, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'll so be fair. That was, my, that was my goal. If you're looking for facts, uh, Paul's Hardware on YouTube is probably where I would head. But uh, keeping it brief, so we've got three models. Um, the pricing... Oh, the pricing. So the big one, the 4090, is $3,000 in Australia. The 4080 16-gigabyte model is $2,219. And the 4080 12-gigabyte model is $1,659 in Australia. Uh, to put that in perspective, a 3080 Ti, you can sort of get them at about $1,500 now. So um, a small bump in price, but they've hidden the larger jump in price by having two 4080 models because they've got two 4080s. One's a 12 gig, one's a 16 gig. The thing they're not telling people straight, like on the box, you know, you got to dig a little bit for it, is that the 12 gigabyte model also has less CUDA cores. And we don't know what impact that'll have on performance. Like if you've got a game that only requires 10 gig, are you still going to have less of an experience because of you know, smaller performance in the CUDA core count, but the base clock speed is up. So we've really got to wait for benchmarks to find out more. The 4080 is coming in November and the 4090 is coming in October. Um, yeah, I think it goes without saying, I don't think you should pre-order these. I think we should just wait to see how they perform. The video is making a lot of claims, a lot of claims, um, two to four times improvements in performance, but their graphs didn't show that. So... What they were saying and what they were showing were two different things. But some of the things they showed were incredible. Like the DLLS3 um, is is looking quite incredible. It, it can take Cyberpunk running at 20 frames, adding DLLS3 plus ray tracing up to 100 frames. Like there's some pretty crazy AI stuff going on there. If you're playing competitive multiplayer games, I don't know if you'd want that turned on. Like I think it does delay the frame time slightly. Not sure if you'd notice, but if you're playing Apex or something as hard as we do, you may. Um, but yes, I think they've just gotten the 4070 and wrapped it up into the 4080 12 gigabyte model. I think they're doing a bit of shady, shady um, money stuff there, but we'll see. The other interesting thing that I learned just before we went live on the podcast, which I really want to tell someone about, um, although now that I'm reading it, I think it was in paul's hardware's video so i'm not gonna take any credit but the 4090 and the 4080 16 gig model from nvidia are the same size like they're the same physical size in the pc case so yeah i don't know i don't know why they're just massive they're fucking huge um they're three slot cards as well although that probably goes without say if you're water cooler you can obviously thin it down but um power requirements the 
4090 is 450 watts and the 4080 big boy is 320 watts um which is not as crazy as we thought it was going to be but they do require three pcie eight pin cables or one newer fifth gen 450 watt cable but these are not fifth gen cards they are fourth gen pcie cards so um you know, bit of wider support there on the motherboards, which is always nice. Uh, I'm sure I'm skipping a lot of technical stuff here. I don't think it's worth diving into. If you're interested in that stuff, just hit up in the video website or uh, the YouTubes, get all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, there was no knowledge, there's no mention of like stock shortages and stuff. So hopefully we don't see the price hike too much. But who knows? I don't know. Like the conference was fine, but it was a bit. It just wasn't for us, it, and it it, it I, was labelled as a, a technology conference. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, I was going to say, I had more fun trying to figure out if he was a real man. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's that was my enjoyment there. Like I love seeing the game. Like as as a stupid person, I love seeing the games running like at the best that they can, and how much the card can really push them to their limit. But yeah, my my total enjoyment came from like jack basically being like i don't think that's a real man and i'm like don't do this to me man <laughs> it was a good like yeah hour and a bit trying to figure out if he was a real dude <laughs> i'm glad i stopped watching at 2am i was not okay the next morning <laughs> look i kept watching and i still couldn't figure it out <laughs> i still couldn't i couldn't get it the um they got some good game support for dls lls3 They've got some new software that like allows you to like mod games using it to up-res textures um, on older games, which look pretty crazy. Um, I don't know. There was some cool stuff, but it just it was it was just yeah. There's new cards. Um, you can tell they make their money in other places now, and that's fine. You know that makes sense. That's how capitalism works, I guess. But um, Team Red is taking the stage uh, in November. Uh, to announce the Radeon 7000 cards, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what they bring to the table. They are a lot more gaming-focused than NVIDIA, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're better than NVIDIA. It'll be interesting to see where they land. Um, and we've got... We've had Intel's... Sorry, we've had AMD's CPU conference a few weeks back where they announced their new CPUs, which look fucking awesome. And Team Blue is taking the stage... A couple of weeks, I think. Could be wrong. No, no, it's about a month away, actually. So a lot, lots happening in the PC gaming space. Um, it's just interesting watching these companies make an incremental improvement and then trying to sell it like the world's changing. You know mm. what I mean? Like, if you have a 30 series card, don't buy a 40 series card. You know what I mean? Like, unless playing Cyberpunk at 4K right, with ray tracing is like your absolute jam. If it's not, then don't. Just sit put. Enjoy what you got for a few years. Um, I've got a... 10 series cards so this will be my fourth generation like you know what i mean i'll be jumping three or four gens so i'm quite interested in this one but it's not necessarily because they look amazing you know what i mean but we shall see um yeah just wanted to touch on that because i thought it was i don't know i feel like a few people have been hanging for more pc gaming information don't know if it's really what we wanted but it's there and it'll cost you everything everything um leg uh, it'll cost you, cost you everything. A digital recreation of a man that works at the company that you won't be able to tell whether or not he's real or not. 
You know what I mean? Honestly, people, if you're going to watch this thing, just watch it to try and figure out if it's a real dude and then come let me know if it is or not. Yeah, I don't think he's a the real dude. Minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like at one point where he was saying things, but the lips weren't moving the same. <laughs> it was really weird. Oh, mate. Mate, thank you for the information and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the show, don't yes, forget to like, subscribe, follow. Love life, love each other, love Aussie lag, and all that fun stuff. I'm so sorry. If you guys are looking for me and Jack, you can find us over at AussieLag.com. Lots of fresh and sexy articles up there at the moment, so go give something a read. And yeah, you'll find links to everything, the YouTube, the Twitch, all the fun stuff that we do if you want to keep up to date with us. The website is the best way to do it. But that is going to do it from us, guys. We really do appreciate you being here. Until next time, may all of your games be good ones. And we will catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.